Hi, welcome to episode 117 of ThriftyCast. This is Eric. And this is Kathleen. And thrifting almost killed us on several occasions. And that's our topic today. That's the topic. It's doom and gloom. <laughs> um, how, how are you doing? Good. I'm good. It's been a while. Yeah. Since we recorded. Yeah. I mean, we saw each other last weekend, and we're going to see each other yeah. weekend after this one. So hopefully we'll get another one out while you're here. Yeah, and we were going to record last weekend, but it just time-wise did not work out. It was not in the cards. It was not. Yeah. Um, wh- well, what's happened since we recorded last time? Um, some mediocre thrifting. Yeah. That's that's what's happened. Mediocre is diplomatic for kind of my experience of last weekend. Yeah. I mean, it was, I, it's funny. I wrote down, because I track all my thrifting, I'm like, mediocre thrifting, but fun with Eric. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, I mean, I, I had a great time. It just wasn't a good haul. No, not at all. Yeah. I did much better than you, um, but that wasn't hard because you bought almost nothing. Yeah, I bought like eight postcards and a tablecloth, and that's going to five different thrift stores. Yeah, yeah, you had to work to buy that little. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought a bit more, but um, really very, very little. Yeah. Just what a lot out there to buy. There's a lot of crap. A lot of uninteresting stuff. The thing that's difficult about our Instagram account, the I Love Thrifting, LUV Thrifting Instagram mm-hmm. account is I only take pictures of things 99% of the time, and you only take pictures of things because we're not buying them, but they're interesting. Yeah, they're weird, they're amusing, they're things I don't want, but they just kind of crack me up usually. Right. And I'm not on Facebook a lot, but I have it set up, so anything that I post on that uh, Instagram account gets posted on my Facebook account. People were so insistent about getting that musical figurine of Tevya from, um, <laughs> uh, what is it? Uh, Fiddler on the Roof. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think people were horribly disappointed that that didn't go home. It was so expensive. Eight twenty or something. Yeah, and I just I, was, I, I wasn't was going to do that. Yeah, I was appalled. Yeah. Sorry to let people down, but it was too expensive. Yeah, that's not value. In the, the Britney tongue scrapers. Ew. Gross. Yeah. But it did just crack me up, and they were playing Britney at the same time that we found that. It was uh, serendipitous. It was. Yeah. It was really funny. Find of the week? Oh, my find of the week is something I got at the um, uh, St. Vitties in Reedsburg. You know, mm-hmm. I, I've gone for weeks at a time and it's really dry and then boom, good day. Um, I posted a thrift haul on TikTok that was a combination of a couple different thrift stores. Um, but one of the things that was in that haul is my find of the week. Um, oh, by the way, if you think the audio on our podcast is bad, the audio on TikTok that I did, abysmal. So, sorry, everybody, <laughs> if you're if you're following me on TikTok. Um, and again, that's, uh, uh, what, thrift with me? No, let's go thrifting 1970. Um, but I found, for four bucks, I found a um, green glass vase that is uranium glass. 
and it's in beautiful condition and it fluoresces beautifully under black light. So, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm finding uranium glass a lot less frequently lately. So that was a nice find, I thought. I don't have TikTok, so I'm never going to see Eric's finds. Well, Sad. I mean, you'll, you'll Very... see them. You just won't see them on TikTok. <laughs> no, I don't. I know. I asked him. He was like, oh, I, I got this great haul. I posted it on TikTok. I'm like, what'd you get? He was like, I posted it on TikTok. <laughs> that was it. Yep, that's it. It's not me. So, well, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm frankly trying to lure you onto TikTok while it still yeah. exists, right? It wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. Yeah. Um. So hopefully when I visit, I'll get to see a screen face. Yeah. What was your find of the week? Um, I'm torn, but I am going to say... That um, also not something I got with you, but it is a Melmac pale green divided bowl. Oh yeah. I I'm not a big Melmac buyer, but there's one particular line that I really love. It is um, kind of space aged. Remember when cars had fins? This line has these kind of cool fins, and um, it's is it Bhutan? Is that the name of the... Boonten wear. Yeah. Boonten. Um, it's really heavy. It's very heavy and sturdy. It is a um, serving bowl. It's divided in half. So you could have, let's say, peas and corn um, or something else like that. Nuts and candy corn. Yeah. Oh, that would be nice. And um, it just has these cool fins. And I just really loved it. Not sure exactly what I'm going to use it for, but it was in really nice shape. It was... I don't even remember a dollar eighty, a dollar sixty, and that was just a fun find. Plus, I love green, so the green really kind of sucked me in. So that was my fun, and that was just a random like Wednesday or Thursday pop it in the thrift store. I got a great skirt that day too. Oh, nice! Yeah, trying not to buy so many skirts, but they just keep they just keep showing up and making me buy them. Well, when um, I saw the green. Melmac bowl in your drying rack when I was visiting. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. "What is this gorgeous gem?" I like. Yeah, I, I coveted it. Yeah, she's pretty. Yeah, she's she's gorgeous. She's pretty. Yeah. Um, can I talk for a second about a non-thrifting topic? Of course. Okay. Well, here's the deal. Um, I often check out audiobooks from the library. I have a long commute. It takes me about an hour to get to work and back. Um, it's a beautiful drive. I, I love the scenery. I'm not complaining about the drive. I enjoy the drive. Gas is expensive. Not a fan of that, but whatever. Um, so I get audiobooks all the time. And, you know, sometimes I'll purchase things if I know I'll want to listen to them over and over again, like pretty much any book by Tracy Thorne. Um especially ones that she herself narrates. Um, if you don't know who that is, Tracy Thorne is part of everything but the girl. Yes. And, and, and they're like memoirs, but she also writes these sort of sociological books about sort of growing up in the London suburbs. There's a book about that. There's a book about, I, I don't know, it has this great sort of um, feminist thing because, you know, women in music, um, often a rarity, and, and it's a very male-dominated world. So anyway, I love her stuff, so I always buy that kind of stuff. And I do listen to it again and again. But I check a lot of books out of the library. Um, I heard about this book, and I'm like, oh, I'll give it a try. I'm obsessed with it. Um, It's uh, called Dark Places. It's by Jillian... 
Flynn, yeah, the the woman who wrote Gone Girl. It's ex- it's like a mystery sort of. It's really dark, but totally engaging, really suspenseful. Um, there's all kinds of twists and turns. It shifts kind of when it's taking place. However, it's about 11 or 12 hours long, right? Um, and I'm still working from home one day a week. So I checked it out. And I had a couple days off around the weekend because I went to Chicago. So I haven't had the car time that I normally do. This is due back in three days. And and I still have uh, quite a few hours left. I have like four or five hours left. And um, I'm only about 60% of the way through it because it shows you what your percentage is. Um... I have to set aside time this weekend to just listen with my earpods in. Otherwise, it's going to be digitally returned automatically. And then if I, if I check it out again, it'll reset my place in line. So it'll be weeks before I get it back. Um, so I'm feeling a little bit of pressure. Yeah, I mean, it's an older book. Would you Would there really be a line for it? Uh, there was when I checked it out. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a long one. I think it took um, three weeks for me to get it. And normally what I'll do, I'll pick out a bunch of books. You can place up to ten holds, so I'll check out a bunch of books. Um, mm-hmm. Every once in a while, if I'm really wanting to read something, you can filter it so it'll be something that's available immediately. And I have found some amazing books that way. Um, just because they happen to be available. There's this book called The Warehouse that's this sort of science fiction-y book about basically a thinly veiled Amazon warehouse, um, which was surprisingly engaging. I loved that book. Loved it. Um, And in the middle, I had to check it out again, and it was no problem. They're like, do you want this again? I was like, oh, yes, I do. Thank you. Um, But that's not going to be an option. This is just popular enough where... I mean, I, I could have a major interruption. Yes. Yeah. That so, is after. Well, and, and I mean, talk about a good problem to have. Can you, um, I, I never do this with podcasts because I, I can't stand it, but can you listen to it faster? I know some people listen to podcasts at a faster speed. You know, that didn't even cross my mind. I guess I could. <laughs> But I I love the the voice the yeah the voice actor that they got for this is this woman who does well there's actually several people but the the main character is this female voice and she's really good right mm-hmm. and I I mean I would feel bad about distorting her performance because that's one of the things I'm enjoying so much about it yeah yeah I I don't understand when people listen to podcasts at a faster speed because. I feel like, and I listen to drama mostly. Um, I listen to audio dramas. So I feel like the performances are directed to be a certain way. I don't want to listen to them faster, just like I wouldn't listen to them slower. Um, but I just wondered if that's something you would do to to get it in there so that you hear all of it. Um, I, I mean, I guess it would be an option, but I, I don't know. I really don't want to. I'm you just, just like, I'm, do some well, I'm, I'm savoring it. Right? Like, it's yeah, so yeah. good. And again, you know, the the thing about audiobooks is that you get that added dimension of getting sort of the voice actor's take. 
yeah. on the dialogue. I'm just, I'm loving it. And you know, what's interesting is like, it's very rare, I find, that I stumble across good audiobooks at thrifts. I feel like I almost never see audiobooks at thrifts. Well, uh, often if you do, it's like Danielle Steele on cassette. Yeah, I'm probably missing, like, half of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a real... You know, I've, I've found books on CD mm-hmm. occasionally, but I, I've just never found a book that I really wanted on CD. Um, yeah, I think that was an ex- extremely expensive medium. Yes. To put, to put books out on CD or on cassette. And I, I just... Yeah, I imagine that they got passed around probably amongst people, mm-hmm. then either lost along the way, and if they did get donated, they did not get donated. <coughs> Excuse me. I have um, really mm-hmm. fond memories of you and I taking car trips in the 90s, mm-hmm. and like going into a gas station and picking out, this is when we would like go to visit my family, who lived about eight or nine hours away at that point um, in getting a cheap book that we'd never heard of before. And because I had a cassette player because nineties, there was a book or two that was really entertaining that we listened to. Yeah. And they were all really random. Yeah. It's not like super random, but you know, it's like they could be cheap, but I just don't, first of all, I have absolutely no way of listening to a cassette right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, anyway. Audiobooks. Yeah. And a lot about audiobooks. Totally different yeah. podcast. Yeah. So, anyway, our topic. Thrifting almost killed me. I don't even remember how we got talking about this. Well, it's. But we did. Well, it's because that lamp ended my life nearly. Oh, yeah. You should start with that then. That is how we got talking about this. Okay. Well, uh, well, the one of one of the dangers of thrifting. We did a topic called the dangers of thrifting, but that was like I don't know, twelve, thirteen years ago. So redo. Um, my recent experience, and this has been over the last month or so. I got this lamp that had a seventies vibe. It has like three stalks that you would put like big like Edison bulbs on and they're different levels. I loved the way it looked and it was, um, the cord was rubber banded together. So finally I go in Amazon. I'm like, this is going to look amazing. I get these big sort of globe Edison bulbs and I, uh, take the tape off and I screw in the bulbs and, um, I'm like, Oh yeah, this looks great. I'm wondering what the light's going to be like. And so I unrubber band this and I realize like someone has really altered a very normal electrical cord. They've inserted a, di- a dimmer and then there are these like caps on some of the wires. I don't know electronics. I don't know electricity. But I'm like, wow, this looks iffy. Meh, let's see what happens. I go to plug it in, spark shoot out of the electrical outlet. And, like a fool, I'm thinking, well, that's a fluke. 
So I go to do it again. More sparks fly out. And I'm like, nope, right in the trash. Um, so now I have these amazing globe Edison lights that I need to do something interesting with. So I've got to figure that out. But, um, so yeah, this lamp went straight to the dump. You'll be able to find another lamp that you can use. Yeah, I hope so. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, now that is a great reminder because I could not remember where this topic came from. But it's been a little while since that happened. Yeah, the rest um, of the lights in the room dimmed. Like, it was bad. Okay. <laughs> and it got us kind of reminiscing about some of the close calls that we have had in various thrift stores. Oh, yeah. Uh, or with thrifted with, items. Yeah, or with thrifted items. Um, I had a run and lift with a lamp once, but it was from the flea market. And I, I mean, this happened probably 25 years ago. I still remember the shock that went through me. It has made me very afraid of, of lamps. Yep. Very afraid of lamps. Um, I've still bought some at the thrift store, but I will tell you, really hesitate before I plug them in now. Mm -hmm. There's like a huge pause before that moment where I'm like, uh, mm -hmm. uh, and it's never happened again. You know, yeah. knock on what happened that one time. Um, we, we were talking about the most dangerous thrift store that we really ever experienced and it's long gone now mm -hmm. yeah but but it was like it was like death on several levels literally um, literally li yeah, literally so the basement was the worst mm -hmm. um i think the the basement first of all was it was an old department store yeah you know a basement a main floor and a second floor in a, a neighborhood department store long closed now a salvation army the basement was dark. The lighting was not good. It was dank, I think. It's a good use of the word dank. It had a bad smell. Yep. They kept books down there. At Christmas, they kept um, a tree forest down there, which was kind of cool. And they kept furniture. And sometimes they closed the furniture room, and sometimes they reopened it. Um, there were pipes that were extremely low, and if you did not constantly remind yourself, you hit your head on those pipes, unless you were shorter than five feet tall. Yeah. I mean, you had to be you had to be less than five feet tall to avoid those pipes. Right. I hit my head probably every time I was there, because you just would forget. Well, and if you didn't forget, you're walking through a large, probably haunted room... <laughs> with a, a hunched posture and it's a large room and so by yeah. the time you were done in the furniture room um, either you had a bump on your head or you had back spasms like you had to choose yeah. one or the other and you're looking at furniture yeah. you're trying to look at the stuff so yeah so you'd, you'd get distracted by the furniture and then you'd hit your head. And you never like, wanted to miss yeah. their furniture because they did have Good. some amazing pieces sometimes. Yeah. That's where I got my end tables that I love so much. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like $6 end tables that I've painted three times now. Um, I got them there. They had a, and I think it may, there may be a picture of this in the Instagram account, like really early on. It was one of those low 1950s couches but it still had the um plastic covering on it 
So it was, I think, a little bit faded in places, but otherwise in absolutely pristine condition. And it was sort of modular. It was incredible. I just, at that point, you know, not my style, not anything I had space for. Yeah. Um, these days, I would just sell that for sure. And, and the prices were good. Yeah, they really were. It, it was it was a fun store. The main, there, there was no danger on the main floor that I remember. That was clothing, and that was the checkout. Um, it was the second floor where they had house, um, like bric-a-brac and, and yeah. house items. Sporty goods. Yeah, yeah, toys. Art. Um, yes. That, I don't know if the shelves were uneven. I don't know if they just didn't take care of it. But there would be so many broken things on the ground that you had to step lively. Mm-hmm. Um, because there were just, there were just like broken things everywhere there. You were, you were reminding me about just a pile of crap. Not literal crap. But... Um, just this huge pile of garbage they had for for a really long time. And I mean, like a ten foot by ten foot, and probably a good four foot high mound of stuff, and just like a piece of crepe paper around it to sort of block it off. Um, this is the same thrift store. A lot of their problem was just sort of poor planning and neglect that made it dangerous. Yeah. This is also the thrift store. I don't know if you remember this, but their silverware was in bins, and they just put the knives pointy side up. Yes. You just stick your hand in a bin. It was like, oh, knives. Right. It was absolutely the murder thrift. It's like they dared you to sue them. Yep. It was also the thrift store, though. I can remember one time you couldn't really get down the aisle where the dishes were because there was so much stuff on the ground but i could see a fiesta creamer and sugar mm-hmm. a vintage fiesta and sugar and i remember like stepping in like garbage you know paper and broken stuff like up to my ankles in flip-flops yeah because i am getting those so dangerous but it was like oh there's something really good in there and i just don't care so um and when it was hot we both wore sandals what were we thinking oh my god and it was always so hot on that second floor even in the winter it was hot up there yeah you know and i missed that store so much because it had such good stuff it was so terrible but it was really good well you also have this feeling like Sure, it's dangerous, but the values are incredible. I'm willing to put up with that for the values. Oh, yeah. And, and every once... I mean, there's so many things that I got at that thrift store or that I saw at that thrift store that I just loved. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Um, so that, that, to me, was the most dangerous thrift store, and I do miss it. And any time I drive down North Avenue, sure. it's like, oh, oh. Yeah. Um uh, That I, it's kind of but we kind of came up with a weird random list when we were talking about this. So it's like stores and things and um, just kind of a, a thing in thrift stores. The way art is displayed, I've nearly been killed by falling art. Yep, times that I can count because 
the village thrift stores do this weird kind of, I can't even describe how they built them, but they're sort of these racks that some of the stores have made to hold art. Mm -hmm. But of course, a lot of art is framed with glass. Yep. And they just kind of cram this framed art onto these racks. Mm -hmm. And you pull one out and about seven other framed pieces come out with them. And if you're not careful, just shatter. Yep. I've had that. Um, well, they also put it on shelving that's up high, but not yeah. too high to reach where you would ever think to get somebody to help you. Like, oh, no. you can reach it really uncomfortably, and the risk of dropping, either dropping something on your head or dropping it so it breaks, is higher. And of course, I don't know. I don't know if this is true of most people. It's true of me. I'll underestimate risk and overestimate my ability to get something done. Yes, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Not just, <laughs> Not just you. Yeah. Uh, what else is on um, the list? Hold on. Oh, sure. What, is, what else is on our list? Um, rickety furniture. Oh, um, yeah. We have a couple... I think examples of that, of various pieces of furniture that have nearly done us in over the years. Well, the chair that I'm sitting in now, I got for $7 at the Dig and Save. And, I mean, you can't see it the way I have the camera set up. You can't see it. But it's painted this great green color. It's an old-style office chair. Um, it feels like if I leaned on one of the arms uh, over the chair, I would go. Like, it would just break off. And it does this great thing where if I try to scoot... It either works out perfectly or it absolutely destroys one of my ankles. So, yeah. $7 well spent. Well, I do like the chair. I, you know, needs a little WD-40, needs a little TLC, but, you know. I don't think you have ever experienced this because you are not usually at 26th on um, Thursdays. But on Thursdays, when they change the pricing scheme, you know, mm -hmm. the colors yep. change, sometimes they do this thing in the glassware aisle where whatever color has now been on sale for three weeks or four weeks that they're going to get rid of, they viciously throw it into a plastic bin, oh, like geez. a big plastic garbage bin on wheels. And I say viciously because that is the only way I can describe it. I was there one day, and I don't think they realized that there was somebody so close. There were, like, shards of glass flying. Oh, jeez. I don't know if they take out their aggression this way. I don't know if it's just faster. But they do not care what happens. Like, they are not, there is no secondary market for that stuff at that point. They figure if it has not sold, it is just going. And, I mean, there were shards flying like this could not be safe for the staff either um well, and i don't know did it with the dishware as well because the dishes are right next to the glassware yeah but it was so dangerous well it makes me wonder if they're actually instructed to break it oh yeah because you know you don't want anybody going through your dumpsters for discarded yeah. stuff. And you um, also, if, if stuff's broken, 
if you have a bunch of unbroken cups, it's going to take up probably more space mm-hmm. than if it's broken. I'm wondering if that has something to do with it. Um, so that viciousness may not be a coincidence, you know? Yeah. Oh, it's too bad, too. And I, I mean, they would never do this because it would be extra work and huge hassle. But at the store, we save our broken shards of pottery. Like mm-hmm. if a plate extra breaks, because there's all kinds of schools and art groups that do mosaics and pottery. Yeah. We just give our shards away. Um, we just collect boxes of them, you know, broken teacups and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't go in a landfill. And it makes really nice mosaics and pottery. Yeah. Um, but obviously they would never do that. Well, yeah, and not, not all <laughs> right. dishes would. I think there's no. tons of dishes out there that just are not mosaic-worthy. And definitely clear glass. No, no, not clear glass. Yeah. Just, I mean, almost any dish you could use. It wouldn't necessarily be beautiful, but, yeah. I mean, depending on what you're doing, you could use it for something. Sure. Um be filler in a big big piece but um but it's huge hassle i mean you'd have boxes of stuff and i'm sure if you're a big store like dealing with who gets it and what and when they pick it up and all the hassle of it plus you won't want people try to sell that crap. yeah but um but it's just too bad because again it's it's a way that stuff doesn't wind up in a landfill well can and, we also talk for a second about how anxiety provoking it is to hear glass breaking. Yes. Like, I, I don't know about anybody else, but, you know, I'm programmed that, like, oh, if something breaks, it's dangerous. You have to be really careful in just repeatedly breaking glass really loudly is alarming to me. I That's... Ugh, that works my nerves. Yeah, it was so deliberate that it didn't the as soon as i heard it and saw what was happening it didn't scare me until i realized that my you know i was in danger yeah right in a a way yeah i was like how do i look in that aisle i need to look in that aisle i need to go to a different floor and come back related to the art thing that you were talking about a minute ago in general at a lot of thrift stores, there's a tendency, like, you'll have a clothing rack and there'll be a shelf running across the top of it and they'll put yes. items up there. It's really common that um, you're reaching for something and stuff falls on the other side or you're going down an aisle and something falls in front of you because someone on the other side is reaching for something. Yes, I have definitely been avalanched and I have caused the avalanche. Oh, Yeah. And, you know, there's not, like, a little sort of guardrail up there. There's nothing to stop it from happening. No. So, yeah, so that's always a little rough. You know, having said all this, and we're running out of time, but having said all this, if I think about it, I don't think that I've actually sustained an injury in a thrift store or because of a thrifted item other than... I bring something home, I break it, and I cut myself when I'm cleaning it up. That happened once. Oh, I, I've been cut in the thrift store. Oh, this. okay. Well, you... I mean, I have all my limbs and all my digits. Yeah. So it's not... But... Well, now you're just bragging. The, um... Always. The, uh... Dig and save, like... 
you're really asking for trouble there. And you do that great thing of making sure that you're bringing gloves with you. I had to because I broke all my nails. Oh, jeez. I, I just, my nails break all the time. But digging, it made my hands tired too. <laughs> digging in those linens, it just, mm-hmm. I, I just, and I don't have pretty nails. They just, they broke so low yep. that it was so frustrating that, yeah, I did. I got, I got gloves for yeah. the Dick and and it made my life much easier. Well, considering at the dig and save, they literally throw things into these giant bins. When you get back to the bric-a-brac, um, it is 100% of the time that there are broken glass items mixed in with mm-hmm. other stuff. 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah. I use my gloves mostly for the linens. Because yeah. the linens are so heavy yep. that the gloves give you some extra like traction on them. And like I said, I don't break my nails, you know, halfway down my finger. Yeah, with the other stuff, I just sort of gingerly walk next to it and just, like, try to look in. Yeah. Yeah. I have extra pairs of gloves. You can borrow my gloves. Yeah. Thank you. Because, yeah, I really want to, when you're up here um, nine days from now, um, yeah, I really want to go to Dig and Save. Because it has been forever. Oh, yeah. I don't remember the last time I was at Dick and Save. Yeah. And we'll report back. All right. Well, on that note, we're out of time. So um, thank you all for listening. Um, We would love... I will first take Eric mentioned it before. Sorry. Didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no. Go ahead. I love thrifting on Instagram, L-U-V... Also follow us on Facebook. We didn't say anything about it, but you and I each said we were going to make something with scrap fabric in the month of February, uh, March. Have you done anything? Well, March is not over. I'm almost done with mine. Oh, geez. Now you're just bragging again. It's, it is a very tiny little project, but I, I am almost done and March is almost done. So I, I will have something done by the end of the month. I have 27 hours. I'm going to tear it up. <laughs> You can listen to your audiobook and make something. I think that's not a bad idea. Doesn't that sound delightful? It does. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, thanks, everyone. Um, we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye.